0: Listening to Talking Trash, presented by That's Garbage Media, here are your hosts, Metro, Sig, and Snake. What's up, everyone? Episode 20, Talking Trash. For the uh, 20th episode, we decided to uh, do something big time. Yeah, so... Hopefully you can tell on your end, garbage heads,
1: but we are all together. Very Forty. first time. Hopefully it doesn't sound worse. In the dump. In I the dump. Say. Actually in the dump, ladies and gentlemen. Which is fortunate because it was. It's kind of started to suck how much rent we were putting into the dump when we weren't actually occupying it. You'll have that. <laughs> so this is the first time we've ever been here. Yeah, we we dropped a couple teasers in last week's episode. Not sure if you guys put the uh, put the puzzle pieces together, but here we are. And how was your weekend, brothers? Pretty
0: okay weekend. <laughs> pretty okay weekend. Pretty okay weekend, yeah. Yeah, what'd you do, Zig? Uh pretty much just dialed it in all weekend with you fellas. <laughs> just just regging on some pops. Yeah. Pops of pops. Yeah. Uh we uh went, yesterday we got a little brew session in for the Rockwater Brew Company. Rockwater. Um, that was a good time, in my opinion. Uh, a little mishap with the brew this morning, but we got it, got it under control. A couple couple speed bumps yesterday during
1: the process too, but I think we overcame those. Had some timing yeah. issues. Um, oh, timing things issues. Things like He's that. Still, I think it's still <laughs> revving them the wrong way. Zeke said it would take about two hours. I think it took four, four and a half. I thought four and a half. Yeah. I mean, it's not like I had anything to do yesterday besides brew.
0: Yeah, it yeah, was we, really digging, and like <laughs> Matro was really struggling because he was doing nothing else but sitting there. Drinking some brews,
1: yeah, that's a, yeah, it was a, it was a great day. Fellas. It is easy to complain about when you're sitting in the sun on a deck just drinking beer. About how the process is taking longer than you want it to. I don't, I don't even have a response for that, fellas. Okay, you know I just like to stick to a schedule. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, no we no need to uh, stick around any longer. Let's. Uh, this might be an abbreviated episode, as we are uh, in person and. Matril, of course, has to hit the road. He's got that busy schedule. So let's let's fire into some geopolitical trivias. I think you have some Mattrel. I have I have one right. geopolitical trivia, and I think we probably should have gotten into this like at the very first segment. But just a, a quick one here: Who um, is said to be the founder of geopolitics? Who coined the term geopolitics? Warren Buffett. Is that your final answer? <laughs> that was pretty quick. Quick on the trigger there, Snake. Now I'm going to back up. I'm going to withdraw that and take a second. Going with Winston Churchill. I like that answer. I'm going with an old war hero, Andrew Jackson. Okay, well, you're both wrong. Probably not even going to be able to say this guy's name. Last name Oh okay I'm surprised We didn't nail it That was, that was relatable Yeah He's a Swedish guy uh, Rudolf oh, Rudy. Kjellin Kjellin Rudy K-J-E-L-L-E-N But uh, thank you Rudy For giving us This segment here Geopolitical <laughs> trivia Brought to you by Rudy Kjellin <laughs> Not to be confused With that guy That was trying to Break that mile record For a while I feel like one of their names Kjelka yeah. Okay They're probably related Somebody just misspelled it somewhere Probably. along the way. Okay. Was that the uh trivia itself, natural? That that was it, fellas. Okay. <laughs> that wasn't even <laughs> a trivia question. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Who was the founder of geopolitics? Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. Uh can we get a dead or alive on that guy? <laughs> Do you want to take a stab at it? I'd say five hundred years dead. No, I think he's alive. Five hundred years dead. What good. geopolitics he must have coined it just before we started using it true. Yeah, we almost so beat him to it. he died in the last six months. Unless
1: he coined it after we started using it.
0: Ooh, We're going to go after it. it.'s we're not a lot of after. people
1: doing this segment. Zig, you got a guess for us? Do we even... I think he's alive. You think he's alive? Yeah. Alright, well, he died in 1922. So oh. you were both wrong. Snake, you, you had the death, right? But a little off on the timeline. He died almost 100 years ago. Okay. You were within 400 years. It's better to be lucky than it is to be smart. He was dead. <laughs> it's better to be lucky than it is to be smart? Is that what the phrase yeah, I don't was? I think that's the whole thing, but it's something along those lines. Maybe. Alright, you want a real geopolitical? That was that was a real geopolitical, fellas. Okay. Well, here's a real geopolitical. Uh, first one, r- right before we started recording Matt Rolls, mentioned something about the patron saint of coffee does that exist is there actually a patron saint of coffee i'm gonna say that there is saint cuppa saint cup of joe
0: <laughs> cup of joseph not joe oh,
1: <laughs> saint cup it's probably cup
0: of too isn't it saint cup of joseph i'm gonna say there probably isn't a patron saint of coffee although i do get surprised Snake, did you have to uh, adopt some sort of saintly name for confirmation or something?
1: Yeah, I think I came up with it on the spot.
0: They put the heat on me, and I went with my middle name. <laughs> um, my I just went for like the most absurd one ever, and I found a guy named Polycarp. <laughs> you just picked out the, just looked through a book and then yeah, found the most ridiculous uh-huh. thing
1: you could find. Well, I
0: think it was, uh, I was looking for something that was on my birthday as well. Like if there was like a saint's day on my birthday or something, there wasn't really anything. But so then I went to Rod's birthday and then I found this polycarp guy. I was like, there you go. Perfect. As soon as
1: you saw Rod's quad. <laughs> All right. So to answer the patron saint of coffee, although a name pops up when you put it into Google. As far as I can tell here, he's not actually a patron saint of coffee, but so I, the answer is no. But if there was, it'd be this Saint Drago, because he was apparently worked with a variety of things here, including coffee house keepers and coffee house owners. In addition to deaf people, dumbness, hernias, illness, insanity. Other yeah, good stuff, but so to answer the question, no, I don't think there's a patron saint. It sounds of. like Saint Kappa to me. Not quite. All right, and then second geopolitical trivia: What is the population of Antarctica?
0: Two. Permanent population of two. I'm gonna get you on a technicality there. I think that for it to be a permanent population, they have to be there for more than a year or something. I don't think anybody's staying there more than a year. Going zero. Okay. Um, yeah, this might be a bit debatable,
1: but there are some permanent residents there, apparently. They stay at these stations. Um, and even through the winter, there's about 200 people there. So I think Vatchel was closer. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Got them by two. I don't know, these, those people must have the most miserable life ever. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sh- You don't think Commit it's enjoyable? To the research.
0: You don't think it's enjoyable down there? No. No. You imagine you probably just get sick of those other people around there too. Just bumping into Dave from accounting every day down in Antarctica. <laughs> they yeah. probably don't have like family members down there.
1: They gotta be like sharing tents and stuff yeah. too, right?
0: God, I hope they're not bunking in tents. <laughs> yeah, those things probably wouldn't stay very warm. I
1: guess they could have flown like building materials down there but they don't have. they couldn't have a lot to work They probably about. have like bunkers they probably have those like rescue tents from from uh, fire yeah fire, fire festival, festival. <laughs> that's what they have the, the fema tents yeah natural uh, did yeah. you watch that thing yeah. i was yeah i watched the one on netflix <laughs> it's pretty crazy did luxurious you? yeah it, it probably would have been really cool if they actually pulled it off like they thought they were going to. It seemed like it was pretty
0: cool. Yeah. It did uh, seem pretty yeah. Cool. Well,
1: it seemed like it would have been awesome then. It seemed like it
0: was. <laughs> yeah, it went awesome. off without a hitch, right? Uh, maybe
1: <laughs> so I watched the wrong, wrong documentary. documentary. Did, didn't you see the cheese sandwich? It, it, it looked fine. Okay.
0: All right, that's it. That's it for Geopoliticals. Let's go. Let's go sports trivia. Yeah, I've got a couple. Um, we're still Masters weekend, fellas. Um, Gonna hit you up with a couple of golf, couple of golf ones here. Okay. Uh, first one, just take a stab at what the chances are of making two aces in one round. I wonder what the skill level is of the person um, playing. Probably
1: just taking the average golfer.
0: Yeah, it's safe to assume that. Let's assume
1: it's someone that's shooting like a hundred, but he's only gonna get maybe two in his life if he plays a lot of golf. So two in the same round. Well, I do know a guy that, I mean, he knocked down, like, 12 in one round. (laughs) And it was actually his first round ever. Yeah. So that's... That's kind of the outlier. Skewing my answer a little bit here. (laughs) I'll say it's one in something stupid, like, four billion. I think we should uh, come up with a comparison, too. Like, you're more likely to do this than get two holes in one in the same round. You know what I mean? Like, you're more likely to get struck by lightning four times then get two holes in one. I like that idea. NG get on that. We got to get NG a Mike. NG's <laughs> just sitting there nodding. Okay. Match did you have a I have a guess. Yeah. Um what would you say snake? One and in... four bill. Four bill. I'm going to say Man, I have no idea. I think I'm going to say I... it's more likely than that. My real answer to that when I asked the most home ones in one round, was three, wasn't it? Was it three or four? I'm going to say it's one in ten million. Decent. I mean, not decent. Significantly
0: but. better than one in four billion.
1: Yeah, A little <laughs> better, yeah. Still right. tough,
0: though. All right. Um, so according to this website, last word on sports.com, the chances of making two aces in one round are 1 in 67 million. Hmm. And so to give <laughs> give you some context, I pulled up the odds of getting struck by lightning. So odds of getting struck by lightning just in any one year is 1 in 700,000. So you're like, what,
1: 100 times more likely to get struck by lightning than get two holes in one in the same round?
0: Or the uh, the odds of being struck by lightning twice and twice in your life are one in nine million.
1: That's no, a, that's once insane. Once you get struck by lightning, you're super likely to get struck by lightning again. You just <laughs> become like a lightning rod. I'm being serious. Once you get hit by lightning, you like always get hit again. I feel like
0: okay. And then the odds of getting struck by lightning seven times are four point five in and then we have 1 it doesn't give
1: you a number on that I don't I'm surprised you didn't just read that uh out normally zig but apparently are you going to talk about the the park ranger?
0: Is that is that somebody who I because I just pulled up this article and it said meet the man s- struck by lightning seven, seven times.
1: times. <laughs> Roy Sullivan. <laughs> All right. All right. If anyone was going to get struck by lightning, that seven guy times, should go play a couple rounds of golf. He's he's overdue. All in ones. But if you were going to get struck by lightning that many times, oh man, his nickname is Human Lightning Conductor. Jeez you would be a park ranger like that makes perfectly
0: good sense oh, <laughs> aka the spark ranger
1: <laughs> there's a, good there's an article here texas man struck by lightning twice on the same day man that's a rough day yeah i'd like to look into that i'll maybe i'll actually do some research and get back to you guys next episode why you're more likely to get hit multiple times once you get hit once something has to change like chemistry wise
0: where did we get here from sports trivia
1: The odds of getting two. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
0: sorry. All right. Went off on a little tangent there, but we'll reel it back into golf here. Um, This is just a random one that I saw on the list here. Take a stab at Tiger Woods' height. I have a pretty good feel for that, I think.
1: I think he's floating around that six-foot number, but he's a little taller. Let's say six-foot two. I'm going to give him 5'11", just shy of six-foot.
0: Snake was closer at, he's six one. Okay, yeah. Sounds about right. Um, I
1: guess I've never thought about how tall he is.
0: I'm imagining, okay, longest putt sank on like a tour level. 150 feet. No, nah, it's longer than that. Some of those greens have to be. Dude, that,
1: that's halfway across the football field. As a long putt.
0: <laughs> yeah, you kind of have like a rate limiting factor oh, here at yeah, yeah. the size
1: of a green. Standing, imagine standing on the goal line and the cup is at the fifty yard line. I swear, some of those greens are a football length in size.
0: Which there's probably I don't know I don't know my golf courses super well, but the place where this was done is like the one place that I'd be like, yeah, <laughs> I right. have some absurdly mm-hmm. large green. I was
1: Blueberry Golf Course. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> nailed it. I was committed to going higher than you before you said that and then when you put it in terms of yards now i'm a little nervous but i'm still going i'm still going north of you i'll say 195 feet
0: and we have bob cook in 1976 sunk one at st andrews 140 feet two and three quarters inches
1: pretty damn close natural that's crazy i still can't get over that standing at the goal line and you're just putting toward midfield just the midfield logo sinks it and it's probably not perfectly level you had to like hit it perfectly read the break it's pretty nuts i'd like to see a video of that all
0: right my last golf trivia here um i'll start off easier on you guys take a stab at what country has the Uh, highest elevation of a golf course, and then take a stab at the elevation, too. Russia. (laughs) The elevation is... I
1: don't think Russia has golf courses. (laughs) It's forbidden. (laughs) Putin doesn't allow that. No, I'm trying to think of, like, some mountainous terrain. I don't even know if that is Russia. It might just be somewhere in Europe. Switzerland. All right, I'm changing my answer to Switzerland, and I'm going to say that elevation is... I wish I had any context for, like, the elevation (laughs) of the mountain. Yeah.
0: um, For some context, the elevation of Cheyenne, Wyoming is about 6,050. Okay.
1: Which you know because you drove by
0: the Sun. Yeah. uh Twice. Yep. There and back.
1: Yeah. So it's got to be more than that. I'll say, and they probably built this thing intentionally at some high point. 12,500 feet. Switzerland. Right, natural. I th- uh, part of me just wants to say Scotland, but I, I, I don't know. That can't be right. I'll stick with it. I'll say Scotland. Um, I'm trying to think if it's hilly or flat over there. I think it is hilly. I have no idea. I'm going to say ten thousand feet. Not quite too much. Scotland an island though. It, um, it's part of. It's an like island the UK. Yeah. That doesn't mean it can't be hilly. Yeah, I was just thinking of the size of it. Like,
0: all right, both of you guys were off on the uh, your wrong wrong hemisphere. Oh, <laughs> talking of the southern Southern American hemisphere, <laughs> the uh, the course is the Tacu Golf Club in Moracocha Peru. Um, Snake, you said about twelve thousand feet.
1: Yeah, twelve and a half. Not.
0: That's pretty close. Fourteen thousand three hundred thirty-five feet above sea level at the lowest point.
1: I like how they took it at the lowest. Point. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wonder what the
0: highest point is.
1: Maybe it's just some like ridiculous peak on one yeah. of the holes, and they didn't. You want just it.
0: tee off from the top of a yeah. mountain.
1: <laughs> I can, uh, I can keep going with uh, golf trivia if that's all your Zig. Yes. Okay. All right. I can stick with the Masters. Um, what do you guys think the worst round anyone has ever shot is at the Masters? No, let's do this. What's the highest first round score in Masters history? And who did it? Mattel just tried to look at my computer. <laughs> That's the guy who got struck by yeah. lightning seven times. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <coughs> Dang I bet you he also shot the highest first round score at the Masters. So what we said seventy two times that round.
0: Seventy two is <laughs> par at Augusta. Yeah, I bet somebody just had a terrible day and went. I mean these guys, they are they are professionals. So probably I'm gonna go flat one hundred. That, that's what I was thinking too. Couple of water hazards in there. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt.
1: I want to say lower, but now I kind of want to just say higher. Somebody shot like a 115. All right. So, the key here is that they are professionals and no matter how bad they suck, they still don't really suck that bad. <laughs> this guy shot a 94. That's the first round. That's the highest first round score ever. Did you want to guess at a name? Um his, his well-known last name guy. is the manufacturer of a major car. Major manufacturer of a car. Ford. Yep. Old Doug Ford, 2000. Oh, wow, recently. Yeah, kind of. All right, and Mm. then...
0: 19 years ago.
1: Let's just do... (laughs) (laughs) So that's 94, Doug Ford, in 2000. And then let's just do the second round as well. What do you think the highest score in second round history is?
0: Are you talking, like, two-day total, or...?
1: No, just that. That round. That round. Day two round.
0: Okay. Shouldn't be anything crazier than it's just a, a game of golf. I'm going to go with 95. Okay.
1: I'm going uh, 85. Just significant. everyone <laughs> wow. gets significantly better that day, I guess. Well, yeah, you had to Oh, do they not cut until after the second round? Correct. Yeah. Um, That's how every yeah. golf tournament <laughs> works. All right, it's fine. I'll stick with it. They needed a practice round on round the first round. And All right. I, t- I tried to push you guys towards this answer but no one took the took the hint. The answer is ninety four. Do so you want to guess who did it? Doug Ford. Correct. <laughs> did did that guy make the cut? Well interestingly, was it the same? It was, no, it was two different years. Oh nice. Nineteen ninety seven. So in two thousand he must have just been having flashbacks. He was probably just checking <laughs> the scorecard and he's like, What did Jeez. I shoot in ninety seven? <laughs> They're like, yeah, you're on pace to shoot another 94. He's like, oh, fuck. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to say he didn't make the cut either. Those years would be my guess. All right, I have a couple, I guess I'll call them world records. They have to be world records. I don't, I assume they're documented fairly well. What do you guys think the record is for the most push ups consecutively done? Well, it depends. Did you guys see that burpee world record? From not too long ago. We might have even talked about this. Uh Uh-uh. You didn't see this video? No. I don't even know what it was. Some some lady in Australia claims to have done like 14,000 burpees or something crazy. But if you watch her do them, they're like, I would not pass that as a burpee.
0: Yeah. I'm assuming like the push-ups had to be like chest to the ground, complete lockout. And when you're saying he can't stop, like can you rest at the top? It's a good prob- question. I would, I would assume because this is probably like yeah. a ridiculous. It's probably around seven hundred, seven twenty-seven. <clears throat> um,
1: let me just retract my statement on burpees. It was not fourteen thousand. It was fourteen hundred <laughs> in an hour. <laughs> okay, but you guys, you guys got to see this uh, video later. The um, so this record actually will stand forever. Apparently. Guinness stopped recording record for like non stop push ups and started changing all these sort of records to 24 hour windows to do as many as you
0: want. Yeah, what was your answer, Zig? 767 straight push ups without coming down.
1: And that guy must have been sore for a few days after. Kind of like uh, I was telling Snake yesterday, I was listening to a pod. A guy was talking about running an ultra marathon, 100 miles. Uh, it took him like 22 hours, and he said he was in a wheelchair for four days afterwards. That's the casual <laughs> four-day wheelchair. <laughs> Not sure why that's enjoyable, but I was exactly. actually. Do you think he had it sitting like in his entryway of his house, just ready, just he ready, ready for him? In the it was probably sitting at home, probably sitting at the finish line. Yeah, I guess he probably just crossed the finish line, and sat, sat down,
0: down. and <laughs> someone's just pushing him, just locked up. I was actually watching a little mini documentary recently, and about this lady who. Is like a really good ultra marathon runner, and she did a 200 mile race. Oh, is this the one in Moab? I think I've there is one in Moab, but like the documentary was about a different one. But she she won the Moab one like four hours ahead of anybody else or something.
1: I'm watching this. There's a documentary of her on Netflix or something.
0: Um, it's just like a mini, like maybe a half hour one on YouTube that I saw. Um, but what she did 200 it was like 205 miles and she got in under 50 hours. Yeah, um, Did she talk about how much
1: she slept because I remember hearing it and it was comical. Like she took like a 1 minute nap. Yeah.
0: She like had that? like a 20 like a 20 minute nap and then a 1 minute nap. Yeah. <laughs> but uh but yeah, she said that it takes her 3 to 4 days of just constant pain and like crap and then she's back up running
1: <laughs> a little bit of lactic acid build up maybe and then she also her diet was hilarious too when she got done like i heard her say she just drank a beer or something yeah she, she just, just cracks she just cracks a cold one open across
0: yeah. the finish line it just goes like strictly carbs and shit too <laughs> right. but yeah anyways push-ups right. i'm All sticking right. with 700 yeah
1: i guess i gotta give an answer here uh i'm gonna say it's 512 Yeah Pretty reasonable guesses I'd say So I didn't I wasn't sure whether to say this before or after Your guesses I opted to wait till after I think this is the most ridiculous (laughs) Trivia That we've ever done on the show So you guys aren't even close To how many push-ups this this guy did The record for the most number of non-stop push-ups Is
0: 10,507 how long would that take you? Does it <laughs> give you how long he was up there for?
1: No, but we could probably do our own math. And the like, he broke the record. This guy was from Japan. He broke some USA guy's record from three years before that. He did this in 1980. The USA guy did it in 1977. Even the USA guy's record, seven
0: thousand six hundred and fifty. So he crushed it. Yeah. Just, just an wanna, extra 3000 we should all do push-ups. an experiment this week just on your own how many pushups can you do consecutively report back next week
1: how many <laughs> how many like sets of pushups does it take you to get to 10000 i like that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just really got to keep track especially if you put a timeline on like you could rest up for one day and yeah. do like a whole blast yeah. of them and then do a bunch the next day but if you had to get this done within like a week you'd, you'd you you'd have you to do, do more like, than 1000 a day Back to Zig's question about time. That doesn't make any sense to me. How many seconds are in a day? 24 times 60 times 60? Okay, there's 86,000 seconds in a day. So an eighth of the day? Probably, even if these are taking a
0: second, it's like four hours or something, I think. I thought it was going to be like a whole day-long thing, but still, that's insane. I know it's, it's even less than that.
1: Yeah, three hours would be an eighth, and I think it's a little less than an eighth, so... Two or three hours. I guess this would've taken that guy. Okay, there's no way this guy is going all the way down and all the way up. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. Speaking of that, you guys you guys gotta watch these burpees real quick. Alright, we're back. That was a good video, Matt. Good video. Maybe next time you could actually show it to us. You guys are garbage. Okay. I'm still I'm gonna keep looking. I'm gonna find this thing. Alright. So that so I'm not quite done. I have um one more for you guys. There's no way, Marshall didn't just look at it. I didn't. I didn't look. Okay. Um, how long is
0: the major league lacrosse game lasting? An hour. Give me ninety minutes. All right.
1: And then, how do you guys think they're divvied up? Halves, quarters.
0: Halves. Yeah, I think it's halves. I think it's like a soccer game.
1: Yeah, it's sixty minutes. 15 minute quarters. All right. We're playing football. Yeah. Learn something there. <laughs> I would have probably guessed 60 minutes. But I would have thought that that seems like a halves type of sport, not a quarters type yeah. of sport. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Good yeah. to know. That's it. That's it for sports trivia. I came up with some DOAs last second. I think they kind of suck, but.
0: I think I like mine. All right. I've got one DOA. I like it. Do your DOA. Um, we're, for my DOA, I'm going Vincent Roy Margera.
1: Any relation to Bam Margera? His
0: dad, or... yeah, Don Vito. Oh
1: man, that's a good one. <laughs> There's no way that guy is alive. I think he is, dude. I think he just chills and just gets picked on by his son.
0: <laughs>
1: Wait, no, that's his, his his uncle, uncle right? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Don Vito is his uncle. Oh, okay, that guy is probably not alive. Yeah. It seems like that would have been a huge deal, though, when he died. Yeah, but it's not like like his BAM on TV anymore. Yeah, No, that's true. But remember how big of a deal it was when Ryan Dunn died? I mean, granted, he's a little bit more involved in the doc, but... He's a little younger as well. I'm saying Don Vito's still
0: around. I'm saying he's dead. All right. Vincent Rory Margera, dead at age 59, died in 2015. It sounds about, <laughs> sounds about right. I guess cause of death.
1: Nope. Don't <laughs> yeah, we're not going <laughs> <Yeah>. there. <laughs> All right. I don't see. I can't follow that up. That was such a good one, but I'll try.
0: Um, R. I. P. Don Vito.
1: Yeah. R. I. P. Don Vito. First and foremost. Colin Powell. Alive. Oh. Alive. Okay. It's alive. <laughs> Patrick Ewing. Alive. Alive Bob Knight Dead Alive <laughs> Bob Knight's alive <laughs> <laughs> You were convinced of that <laughs> Just rapid fire ah, okay. Three alives there Yeah And wow. then I I thought you guys might get them all right So I had this one in the chamber Callum Winslow Sr
0: Dead Alive
1: oh, Yeah he's alive Damn he's younger than I thought He's only 61 He's dead fellas Take stack <laughs> four, four lives. Getting my average back up. Alright, do you guys want to um, try and run down through that billion dollar business idea that you had for me? Yeah, I think we should introduce it to the world. Um, well, full disclosure, we did, we, we did some uh, podcast prep last night, equipment wise. We did a lot of gear checks. Go ahead. Get, get your gear checks in. For gear check on microphone two. Gear check on microphone three. Gear check. Gear check. Gear check. Yeah. Gear head check. Gear check. Okay. Yeah, we did that for maybe, I don't know, ninety <laughs> percent of the time we were setting up the equipment. You guys couldn't stop doing gear checks. And gear check. We did. We did kind of dick around and record some material that'll probably be lost to the world forever. Maybe in a lost episode, but. We got into some of this stuff. You started to tell me about the billion dollar business idea, but we did we did have a couple of beers in the system at that point. I don't I i remember it for the most part, but just Yeah. Drop it on a metro. So we're still we're workshopping a name, but you know, there a lot of times there's old gas stations sitting around and you know. Not really sure what, what people are going to do with them, so why not, um, you know, clean out the, the tanks underground or, you know, replace them, whatever. And it's just going to be a beer fill-up station, filling up growlers, filling up cups, g- glasses, yeah, whatever. It's probably something with a cap. Well, you can come and, like— Beer guzzler. Beer guzzler, yeah, you can come and drink there as well. It's going to be like a bar, but instead of serving out of, like, taps or bottles or whatever, it's I'm, just gushing out of the gas pump. I feel like you didn't tell me that it was
0: going to be a bar last night. I think uh, we—I alluded to it at one point. Like okay. you would have a bar brewery set up near it, because that—that's th- starting to move me in the right direction. Yeah, here. I do like the sounds of that. That you can stop yeah. there. I and think outdoor. Outdoor, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think uh, you could probably do a little bit of modification so it's not filling up like as powerful as. (laughs) So it's not just blasting out of there. Yeah, you could make it more of like a tap. We're essentially replacing a tap system with a gas pump. Yeah, but making it a little more functional. And then whenever you have to refill one of the tanks, you got a truck in a semi full of beer. Yeah, you'd have to have have some serious uh, customers. Because otherwise you're just you're having like hundred gallons of beer just sitting in yeah. that tank. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of beer. <laughs> you could modify the tank size. Okay. We have our eye on our first location,
1: so garbage heads be on the lookout. I forgot you had all these wheels in motion and this is definitely happening. Oh yeah. Yeah. Coming, Somewhere. um what do you think? Zig, like twenty twenty one or twenty twenty two? Yeah. It's about on schedule. Give yourself a couple of years, yeah. I think I was giving you a little bit of uh opposition on liability just the idea of people in in their rig pulling over getting some beer and then driving but it's just like walking into a bar filling up a growler and turning right back around yeah that's a good argument just got to get a liquor license or whatever i think we're on to something fellas we're gonna be rehabbing all the old gas stations in america here coming up (laughs) we could franchise it crazy demand for it people like beer and you people said, hate gas. <laughs> <laughs> they hate gas. <laughs> have you heard this before about liquor licenses, that each city only has, like, X number? Is that true? I have heard yeah. that, yeah. Yeah. They can be hard to get, depending on where you, where you are.
0: Yeah. If and no they're expensive. To,
1: if no one's willing to give it up, it's impossible to get, right? I guess you can, like, buy someone out of their license?
0: Yeah. Or, like, push some new legislation or something. I don't know.
1: So garbage heads we'd uh, we'd like some input on a good name there. Yeah. we're open to suggestions all right we'll we'll move along. I feel like I have enough hot takes written down here i can do I can do a hot take yeah give us give us a hot take snake. I don't have one, but I have a fresh hot take um This is from when I was driving up here actually on Friday. I came up with this hot take. Let's say it's supposed to be about a five hour drive from Baltimore to here. It probably took more like six, maybe a little over six. Six and a quarter, I'll say. Most of that delay time was just due to accidents. Hot take. If you get in an accident and you are the cause of the accident, like you did something negligent and created this accident, and traffic starts piling up behind you, I think you should have to pay everyone behind you for their time <laughs> <laughs> that you spent. That yeah, could get pricey.
0: Pay them what their normal salary is or their hourly rate. Yeah. <laughs> You're fucking up everyone's yeah. day. I'm essentially just losing time here. Wow. Now, is that something that, like,
1: you could get? I think if you, like, if you get hurt bad enough, we can waive it. Like, if you break your neck, it's all right. Like, everything else is unacceptable. You have to break your neck. Case by case basis. Yeah. Case well, by could case. this be, like, an additional coverage under your insurance? So, like, your insurance actually pays it out? I don't think they would go for that, but it's
0: not a bad idea. It could be,
1: yeah. Man, so you imagine, like, if you lived in New York City and drove your car, like, you could create a lot of traffic real quick just with, like, a fender bender. So I feel like you'd be getting screwed compared to if you lived in Montana. This wouldn't be a big deal, you know? Yeah, you probably wouldn't need the insurance in Montana. No. (laughs) You'd you'd slow down two of your neighbors. On horseback. Yeah, those horses can just run right around you. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I do like the take though, Snake. There's nothing better. There's no better feeling than knowing that you're being paid to just sit there, sit around.
1: Oh, that's a good point.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't
1: even thinking of it from receiving the money standpoint. Oh, yeah. It's
0: more just. It'd I'd be a little fired up that you're not moving, but a, a little consolation, like I'm making money. Yeah, that's true.
1: Yeah, so everyone waiting in the accident would be kind. Especially, what if happy. you
0: were what if you were traveling for work and you were getting mileage? If you have a nice kind of outing myself here a little bit but a pretty (laughs) fuel efficient car you can just make money off of the gas mileage compensation oh yeah it's not even close i remember i got i went to a job interview like out in eastern pa and they reimbursed my mileage it's like i don't know what the rate is per mile but you know my my rig's running like 35 40 miles per gallon so i just made money off of that thing (laughs) I needed to stop you right there. I have a bone to pick about your
1: mileage. That something's not adding up. How are you getting thirty-five to forty
0: miles to the gallon in that hog? <laughs> That's a good I, question. I you got him on the road. I flipped this. I flip the switch when I when it's advantageous I for thought me. We
1: were getting two to three miles to the gallon. Yeah.
0: No. I have a switch that you know I. Just flip that, and I can take advantage of the gas mileage reimbursement. All right, and then but just... if I'm not getting reimbursed for it, I flip it back, and we're going two to three. Okay, yeah. So, how many
1: times do you have to fill up on a road trip? Does this thing have a huge tank? It must be a hundred gallon tank.
0: So, you're getting a couple hundred miles to yeah, the tank. Yeah. Now i get I get about 400 to the tank in my Haas. Okay, that sounds about right. All right, yeah, that's
1: my hot take. My hot, and then I had a. Does anyone else have a hot take? No, no No. hot takes. I had that hot seat yesterday. I already gave you guys a heads up on, but hot seat country music. Oh, yeah, I love,
0: I like this one.
1: Yeah. Some 20-year-old rapper is now the greatest country artist in America. (laughs) Down cross town, living like a rock star. Spend a lot of money on my brand new guitar. Baby's
0: got a habit, diamond rings and Fendi sports
1: bras. Riding down Rodeo in my Maserati sports car. God, no stress. It's not really up for debate, too. Like, no one dislikes that song. Yeah, everyone's all over it. Yeah. We showed it to Matcha last night. He still seems skeptical of it. I've heard worse songs. It's not yeah. bad. Yeah, he said I, it's I don't bad. know that I would classify it as country, though. Uh,
0: the biggest debate is, yeah, people are saying, like, it's not country or something. But it's purely, like, the the content of it, like the lyrics, it's, it's country-themed. Yeah. But you just drop a hip-hop beat in the background. You have a country singer on there. Like it's country. Yeah. But you just have it's a nice blend of the genres. So. Yeah.
1: Billy Ray put him over the edge. I'd say he's good now. He's locked in as a
0: Yeah. As a country we artist. We should get country artist of the year for sure. Yeah, CMAs. <laughs> <coughs> that was a hot seat. I have a quick one in here. An invention years. Oh yeah. Um it seems appropriate right now. We're talking the diesel engine. The diesel engines old, right? Yeah, I think
1: What's it's been. I think it's been around for a while. Burns slower than gas. No clue.
0: Or it's a temperature thing. That is, I think it, it might is. burn hotter. I can't remember. If, I, I actually did a probably my very first ever research report or something in fifth grade or something was on a diesel engine. <laughs> <laughs> Just meant to be a gearhead. Yeah, I knew this guy was a
1: gearhead. <laughs> from the moment I saw him. So there's. Somehow, rather, this works where you, if you put gas into a diesel engine, it ruins it, or diesel into a gas engine, it ruins it. One of them is kind of okay, and the other one's detrimental, I think. Didn't I think somebody if, do that? Or, dialing it in. I think Please. if you put gas in a diesel engine, it's not a good thing. If you put, <laughs> wait, wait, I can't remember. A bunch of fucking newborns. About it, right? <laughs> no, he put crude in that. <laughs> I can't remember which way it was. But, yeah, it's not, not great for the engine, I don't think, either Not way. that that would even help me, but I was just trying to think relative to, like, the gasoline combustion. I think the diesel engine's been around for a while. I guess it shouldn't be older than a gas engine, right? Well, it might be, though, because I wonder if, like, diesel doesn't get as refined. That's, that's the assumption. I'll dig out my you. old report and let yeah, you guys give us, us a full report. Um, I'm going to say it's been around longer than the gasoline engine. But does that help you at all? Not really. <laughs> I'm going to say it was like, let's see, do you think Abe Lincoln and the boys were running diesel engines in the Civil War?
0: I think that's probably a steam engine. Yeah, I was going to
1: say no, but... All right, I'm going 1881. Yeah, I wanted 1800s, and I was thinking late 1800s as well. But we're never, we're never exactly right with our assumptions. So I'm going to move like 50 years one direction or the other. I'm gonna move back 50 years, 1830.
0: All right, you guys were initially on track, pretty close. The snake backed up a little bit. 1892 is when uh, Rudy Diesel made the first
1: diesel engine.
0: Pat Rudolph Diesel.
1: Another Rudy.
0: Yeah. Rudy's doing and, big uh, things. Pat- it was finally patented in 1893. So 1892 to 1893. Wow.
1: That's when everybody started rolling coal. Rolling coal. <laughs> Why the hell do they call it rolling coal? There's no c- coal You just the black, sp- yeah, <laughs> just no, black no, smoke. No,
0: yeah, just black smoke <laughs> equals coal. Okay. <laughs> I think uh, the burning of coal makes a pretty sooty exhaust. So.
1: Imagine if people were running coal engines in an automobile. Like you just had to open the chamber and throw a bunch of coal in there to get this thing running.
0: It'd probably be uh, clean coal, whatever that is. All right, so that was an invention year for you, fellas.
1: All right. Oh, I have, um, I have a bitch of the week. Did you guys see the the greens? Not the greens keeper. Some sort of security. Security guard or something. At the Masters trying to take out Tiger's leg. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And did you see Tiger was hopping for a while? It didn't even look like the guy touched him. No, all right. That's what I thought at first, too. But then I watched this video, like, five more times. He clips his foot, and he definitely, like, rolls his ankle. Because yeah, I, maybe. my first thought was, like, oh, he's just milking it. Like, it wasn't that bad. Oh, yeah. Mattro and I were talking about it. It didn't look yeah. like it was anything no, I serious. No, the cleats and the, like, toe of his shoe were caught, and his heel was moving the other way. I think he rolled his ankle a little bit. Give me an ACL. That's pretty fucked up. <laughs> Burn him, baby. Matchell would be the type of guy that would, like, root against Tiger Woods. And, or just hate the Masters in general, I feel like.
0: Yeah, he he always refuses to watch the big name tournaments and <laughs> yeah. games. Yeah, I
1: probably won't be tuning into the final round later this afternoon, fellas. I am rooting for Ricky Fowler, by the way. Yeah, you you mentioned that you got an autograph once or something, fanboy.
0: Yep. So is the bitch of the week the security guy
1: or Tiger? You guys think it's Tiger? It's the security. The guy. The
0: security guy.
1: There's no reason. Like I was also kind of a chill out, Matt man. Yeah. Don't just, take your job too seriously, yeah. man. Like, it's not like people were coming after a tiger. The only, they were just kinda of following him. Yeah, the only reaction that would warrant whatever that guy did there when he sprinted Somebody's they, coming at him with a, with a knife or something. Yes, exactly. Yes. <laughs> Someone would have had to have a knife like over their head raised in order to strike. Then you can run that fast and try to interview. Yeah. Like, in yeah. <laughs> but anything else there was no that was not warranted. So that's Bitch of the week. We can do a quick super cold. Okay, we can all go right. super cold. Super cold. Cheers, ladies and gentlemen. We're pulling super colds all day. Go ahead, Mitchell. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a new spin on this segment and um, give you garbage heads of super cold that I would not recommend. Um, I think it tastes and smells like paint. So if you're looking for a good all-day drinking IPA, do not pick up the Goose Island midway. Easy drinking IP.
0: You know, despite that take, you were still just slugging them yesterday, all day. <laughs> it was easy to drink, but not the greatest flavor yeah, I've that, ever experienced. I think
1: that take goes out the window once you like open the <laughs> once third you one. consume a few of them. Yeah, um, yeah, no, it's still just not my favorite. Not my favorite brew. For the record, I thought it was fine. Kind of tasted
0: what yeah, I expected. Yeah, it's a nice lawnmower beer. Give me a
1: <laughs> lawnmower. <beer. laughs> Do you want to clarify what a lawnmower beer is, Zig?
0: It's one that you can drink while mowing the lawn. Just a nice, light
1: Light guy, you.
0: yeah, not too heavy on the alcohol, refreshing.
1: Yeah, I would pick the Founders All Day IPA
0: 10 times out of 10 over this thing.
1: That is, all right, yeah,
0: well, I'll give you that. That's better. I've Z. got Yeah, I've got one real quick. It's uh, the Surf and Bird Double IPA from... It's a collab brew from El Segundo Brewery and Pizza Port Brewery. Which, um, more importantly than the brew itself, Snake and I decide we're making a pilgrimage out to Pizza Port Brewing. I think. And we, we're just gonna die happy. I, I think it. we
1: might die there. <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm just gonna be if if anyone needs us in the next
1: sixty years, we're gonna be at Pizza Port and just drinking Surfing Birds and eating pizza.
0: <laughs> But yeah, it, good brew. I gave it a four zero on Untapped.
1: How how did you get your hand
0: on a hands on a brew from El Segundo? Um, my Tavor order finally came in. Oh, it it made it. It made it. Natural smuggled it across, across state lines, county lines. Yeah, you
1: guys you guys are ratting me out over <laughs> here. I'm gonna have the cops on my tail on the way <laughs> south. That today. works out good considering Zig's not twenty one. That you were able to <laughs> pick that beer up and supply it. Yeah. So thank you. Yeah. You know the funny part about that is like they didn't even ask me for my ID or anything. The guy goes, "Are you Nathan?" I'm like, "No,
0: I'm his friend." He's like, "Okay, cool. Just sign here." <laughs> I let him know. I said, "My, am my buddy."
1: You just fucking rip shit the shit out of these things. Just take it back.
0: It's coming to pick it up. Is that okay? And this person responded, "Yeah, as long as he's over 21 and can provide ID."
1: <laughs> they ask for no proof.
0: Nice. <laughs> Yeah, I'd, I'd imagine that guy. The last thing he
1: wants is to find out someone's not twenty-one. Then he has to deal with figuring out where to send it next. Yeah, he just wants it off his hands. I'm sure. Yeah. Well, nice. I'm glad that finally made it in. Yeah. Snakes, did you have one? Yeah, I'm just gonna go. Um, I'm gonna go with one that was in the mix yesterday. I'm going with the Southern Tier Unearthly. There you go. S- straight out of the ground, as far as I know. It's. I think it's just a derivation of tap water. Uh, hence the name. Um, and the key here is the percentage, 95 percenter. So slug one of those uh, before work in the morning and get your day started right. No better way?
0: Nope. Rip on it like a newborn?
1: Yeah, just suck back on it like a newborn. I think the only better way to start your day would be wake up, rip a flight challenge, and then head into work. <laughs> <laughs> just... Get absolutely drunk before heading in. <laughs> yep. Might have some problems uh, commandeering the rig to work at that point. <laughs> uh, well, not if you take the bus. True. Yeah. Technicality. All right. And then that moves us along into the dumbest thing we did or heard. I feel like Matra said some exceptionally stupid stuff <laughs> in the past couple days. Did you guys write any of them down?
0: Nope. I don't have anything I don't have anything yeah. right down on me. I just have the dumbest thing. It was kind of like a collective dumbest thing that we did.
1: All right, why don't you kick us off? Soon? Yeah.
0: I fired up the grill, put a few burgers on before the boys showed up yesterday. Those those went well and then they came in a little later with the with the hot dogs. Dogs. And we Doggies. had we had about a but a 2-hour long battle with these hot dogs just trying to cook them. I would say From the moment they touched the grill (laughs) to the time that we
1: ate the dogs, two hours is probably about right. Slow, slow cook over a wood 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 grilled wood grilled. (laughs) And then finally, we took the coals off and relit them. The the charcoal.
0: But dang, dang,
1: those are some good doggies. (laughs) Once all was said and done, let's see them doggies. Turns out, if you're if you're like ever camping and you're not good at making the fire. As long as the sun's out and it's like 80 degrees, they're going to cook all the time. <laughs> anyway, that's what our standard is. I don't think you even need to cook a hot dog, really. That's probably true. You could eat those suckers just straight out of the package. Yeah. <laughs> I think I used to do that when I was a kid. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure I did, too. Yeah. That's pretty disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> it's sick. All right. Yeah, I would say that qualifies as dumb. Uh, I've got the dumbest thing I did. It was earlier in the week. Thursday night, was procrastinating packing to drive up here and uh, I was on my way to bed I was about to walk upstairs and out of the corner of my eye I caught a bottle of whiskey I have that's just been kind of chilling for a while it's like really good stuff um, it was a gift to me around Christmas from someone and I haven't really touched it in a while to be honest so I looked over at it and it was halfway full or whatever and I thought you know it's kind of ridiculous that that whiskey is still in that good of shape. Yeah. It's wounded. We better, it's not. We better
0: know. get to work on this. Yeah. yeah.
1: So I went to pour myself a glass and just kind of, I don't know if it was just like a lot of You last thought you were in a brew. I, yeah, I kind of did treat it like that. I just a like heavy hand? Glass. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I classified it as a quad, but in all seriousness, it was probably more than four drinks in there. And so I went upstairs and I started packing and just drinking this thing. By the time I went to bed, I was definitely feeling it. I would say I was...
0: Yeah, after more than four whiskeys. I would say
1: I was in a quick time frame, too. It, it at least felt like I was, uh, I'll say, twice the legal limit to drive. Give me a point one six when I hit the sack on Thursday for no reason at all. <laughs> How did you feel Friday? Felt fine. Uh, I talked to Zig in the morning, and I, we, worked, we worked out some things. Yeah. Yeah. Just had to get a little, a
0: little, a little hydration. hydration.
1: Well, I had to take some hydration out of the body. Yeah. Put some powder in. <laughs> yeah, if you just inject protein straight into your bloodstream, yeah. that tends to help with hangovers. I've heard it does. Just got to be careful of air bubbles. Confirmed. Careful that
0: you get enough air bubbles in. Yeah. Oh uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So then it mixes properly with your blood, right? Exactly. Well, you just have
1: to create a. Pocket it's good for
0: your like... it's good for your lungs adding oxygen in there. All right. So, yeah, that was a that was a good one yeah. there, Snake. Matro, you got something. Uh, yeah, I have a quick one. So, I don't know if you guys
1: have any experience with spray foam insulation. Um, you can just like buy a can of this stuff and shake it up and spray it, and it you know fills in cracks, provides insulation, all that stuff. And it says right on there like, always wear gloves and protective eyewear, but nobody ever does that. This is what um, John does with the rig you take over when you want to ionize your wheels. Yeah,
0: uh-huh.
1: <laughs> use the spray foam insulation. Yeah, he calls it Plasti Dip, but... Uh, yeah, yeah, same thing, same thing. Um, but I I would definitely recommend at least wearing gloves when you use that stuff because it'll end up all over your hands. Um, so I was spraying it last week and didn't wear gloves, of course didn't wear protective eyewear. Um, but it was just all over my hands, and I think my hands were sticky for, like, two days. Yeah, it was great, and I still have it, like, on my fingernails, just, like, hard and dried. Yeah, that's nice. It's a
0: solid look looks makes you look like a blue collar guy, rough that is hands, true,
1: like a diesel guy. Yeah, like, yeah that's true. I purposely don't wash my hands ever, so I just <laughs> see so people, how black
0: they can get. Yeah, <laughs> just so people treat me more. Wake speckle. up every morning and put my hand, dunk my hands in a tank of oil,
1: <laughs> and then head into work, head into the office.
0: My keyboard is just doused. Oh, yeah, it's
1: filthy. Dave loves it. <laughs> Dave actually dunks his whole body in the oil before he comes in <laughs> <there. laughs>
0: Alright, good uh, dumb stuff there. We want to finish it off with some Grange. You guys have Grange lined up? That's garbage!
1: Matt will kick us off with some garbage. Alright, so we, we came up with a couple of new terms for different categories of brew this weekend. Courtesy of um, one of my family members. One we already mentioned, lawnmower beer. Uh, The other one is my Grange for the week, uh, Yak Piss. If you're drinking Yak Piss, which we'll classify as, you know, like your typical light beers, Bud Light, Coors Light, Miller Light, because you like the taste, uh, you're garbage. Drink a beer with some real flavor. It's also a hot take. That is a hot (laughs) take. You're just not allowed to drink. There's only one reason to be drinking Yak Piss, and that's if you're just looking to slug back the pops, as many as you can. But if you're looking for a good brew, you're not going to find it in the I, Yak Piss category. I think you just talked me into it. There really is no reason to drink that unless you're trying to get intoxicated. Correct. Give me something with flavor. Yak Piss, huh? Yep, Yak Piss. <laughs> I didn't realize that she coined that term. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Aunt, Aunt Judy. Shout out Aunt Judy. Okay. <laughs> I have a couple, but I'll I'll just pick from a hat here. I must have came up with this one this week. You guys probably aren't as familiar with this i'm not sure what your situation in college was but maybe this applies to you guys back then i live in a row home now that obviously a lot of people have lived in before me and we still get mail belonging to old residents of our house quite frequently
0: you guys actually get mail there
1: when the mail does show (laughs) up when it does show up we get mail that belongs to old residents who i don't know i guess haven't change their mailing address, which no big deal. A lot of it's just um, like magazines and advertisement type things that just take and throw right into the recycling can. But then stuff started showing up, especially around now with tax season and all that. Just all these important looking like tax document type paperwork <laughs> shows up. And it always comes with like the caveat, like do not, like confidential, blah, blah, blah. Like do not share return service requested or something i don't whatever the standard protocol is i'm not sure what you're supposed to do with this stuff but for a while i took it and i was just throwing it in the trash can it does sound like it's literally garbage it's garbage (laughs) because it doesn't belong to me and i didn't ask for it but i started to actually feel bad myself about throwing away this paper and i was like well the recycling can's right here It's not my fault that these people haven't forwarded their mailing address, so I just started recycling their mail. So if someone wants, like, at the recycling center, they can definitely dig into all these people's (laughs) confidential information. But I still think it's on them. I think they're garbage for not changing their mailing address.
0: Yeah, that's cringe. I get a lot of, uh, not a lot, but the occasional piece of mail at my current address. It doesn't belong to you. Yeah, and most of the time it just goes right in the garbage, but every once in a while I'm just like, eh. This probably see
1: if, a, see if there's a ten spot from grandma for a birthday card here
0: or something. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, that's some garbage. Your garbage. I'll wrap us up and my garbage is related to um in Warren. I'm pretty pretty proud of the city of Warren for the parking meters around um, you know, you get a parking spot, pay to park or whatever they are with the times and you don't have to put coins in there there's an app that you register your vehicle with and you can check in i'm pretty happy with that that's impressive but so i always run into this when i you know if head to the gym or something i need to get one of those spots and it's not crazy expensive or anything but i get in there and i choose like you can choose how long your stay is and i usually go like for an hour or something when i'm going to the gym and then you confirm it, and then the timer pops up with how much time is left. And it's always two minutes in. It's always like, two will get, get 6 I'll get 60 minutes, and then I confirm it, and we're at 59 or 58 minutes and some change.
1: Nice. There's, like, a two-minute handling fee. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I think that's garbage. I'm, like, I always, like, I'm making a race out of it. Like, I get there, and I just... Type it in as fast as I can on my phone because I'm like maybe it's just like I'm literally taking two minutes to, but it should it should either way just start once you confirm it. That's one of those uh, technical difficulty garbages that
1: you'll just never know for the rest of your life whether that's happening to just you or everyone yeah. or like you could call up the city and be like hey this is happening to me and they'd just be scratching their head like yeah. oh, I don't know what
0: to tell you and. I can almost guarantee that eventually I'm going to be coming on here revisiting this, saying it's garbage because He's I got, got busted for being like two He's going minutes. To be writing two the minutes over as you're walking out yeah. to your car, and I'm going to be, hey buddy, <laughs> let me show you something here. <laughs> you're going to rebook another fucking yeah. spot just to prove to
1: him that yeah. you were robbed of the two minutes. Yeah, garbage, garbage. It does sound like some garbage, fellas. All right, that's garbage. All right, it's in the, and it's officially. This is work on a Sunday morning right here. And I think Mattrell's... The Lord's Day, fellas. This is the Lord's Day. What'd you say day Saint, it is? St. Cuppa. Uh, Palm Sunday. Palm Sunday. It's St. Cuppa Sunday. Mattrell, give us the origin of Palm Sunday before you leave. <laughs> what is this, damage control? Uh, I probably used to know this. Full disclosure, I don't know it, and I don't even know if I ever used to know it. Yeah, I yeah. used to zone out so hard in those things. <laughs> yeah, I, I have no clue, fellas. Zig, you do walk out of there with some
0: with some, some palms, palms. Psalms or palms? Palms. palms? Psalms are like the songs. Oh. But <laughs> palms. I think it had something to do with um you know, a palm, they'd get like palm leaves or something and kind of greet people that were coming into the Towns or something like, if Jesus was riding into town or something, Putting his they would like, engine. yeah, they would like wave palms as a sign of respect Res- or something, welcoming. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how that fits into the Easter category, though. Like,
1: because he came back, they gave him the all-time palm greeting. Yeah,
0: mean? but that's next Sunday. True, you're you're a week early. So I don't know how it fits into the equation. There, we'll do yeah, some research. I feel like we're not going to research that. No. Okay.
1: (laughs) Six face. All right, then. That wraps us up. That's garbage. Talking trash. Episode 20. Live from the dump. Live from the dump. Careful with the live part. It's live to three people. From the dump. (laughs) In person from the dump. Yeah. Episode 20. So I I think this place needs renamed from Ziggy's Tavern to the dump. The dump. And, um, garbage heads, we need you to reach out. If you want to leave us voicemails now, we should be able to play them over the airwaves, too. Oh, yeah, that'll be great. Yeah. What's the, is there a number they can call into? Uh, I think it's
0: 424-235-4205. Oh,
1: okay. Well, I, my memory's not great.
0: Yeah. I need a memory trick.
1: Uh, I think it's uh, Jackie Robinson. The baseball player? Yes. Uh, how's that work? Oh, his jersey number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Jackie Robinson times two. So forty-two times two is what? Eighty-four. Eighty-four. Four two, four two. Oh, two Jackie times. Robinson, Jackie Robinson. Uh, Kevin. Jackie Robinson squared. Durant. Jackie Robinson squared. Kevin Durant. Jackie Robinson. Squared, Durant, Jackie Robinson Russell Westbrook. Donovan
0: McNabb. Is there two zeros
1: for Russell Westbrook? Or just, uh, just one? Okay. Four two four two three five right. And the uh, social media is at that's underscore garbage. Instagram and Twitter. Find us on there. And that's it. You're garbage. Episode 20 in the books. Thank you, garbage heads. Sounds good. Sounds
0: good. Sounds like this audio good. quality.
1: Sounds good. <laughs> Play us out, NG. NG's looking at me like she doesn't know what to do right now.
0: Kid Z, fresh kid C, fresh kid C, fresh kid P, fresh kid C. Oh, yeah, we back. Oh, and phone, by the way. Yeah, Jones. <laughs> yeah. That's garbage. Titty man, and we pretty much amazing. Can we hear your new song, please? I got you. <laughs> hey, yo, I once was a kid. All I had was a dream. More money, more problems when I get it out.
1: like a minute ago before you fucked with it there was no static
0: <laughs> yeah you said I remember you said let me fuck with it basically we have this mixer in front of us and we're just dicking with the knobs so we're not sure how this
1: is going to sound to be honest gear check the fact that that came through <laughs> any closing thoughts before we move on not not proud of how that went Okay. <laughs> alright we can move on